0: Mm. Hello everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Shakey's Cricketing Journeys. Now today I've got a very, very special guest, um somebody who I go way way back with um I feel a bit kind of shy in front of him now because he's such a such a big worldwide star. Today I'm joined by none other than champion Darren Sami. How's it going Sammy boy <laughs> What's up, Shaky boy? What's up, bro? How's life, man. You, man? Good to see you. Now, before we continue, I want to say Eid Mubarak. You can see I've got my kameez on. And my man, Darren, Sammy, he's me also front up the shalwar. Me too, me too. I love me it, bro, I love Eid, it. Eid
1: Mubarak, man. Eid Mubarak, Eid Mubarak, Mubarak to Eid Mubarak. you, brother. Eid Mubarak. Have, have
0: a feast. Have a feast, bro. No, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, I was—we obviously just were talking before we came on to recording there, and I was saying to you, it seems like just yesterday, you know. I was—I'd uh, met you. You do you know—time has flown by.
1: Yes, man. It's—I think it was a, a crucial part in—in—in my—in in my, in my um, career when we met, man. The MCC young cricketers, I am hostel in Hampstead, you know, Clive Radley and all these—all these guys. You know, I—I I think that was a point in my career where I really made this, the switch over you know that ex- experience um in london was was amazing and you know as as youngsters yeah having to train at at lord's cricket grounds every wow. day man wow we us dream of that
2: yeah absolutely. you know and absolutely. To, to
1: have that at our disposal you know it was it was, it was amazing man
0: so i'm going to get into that i'm going to get into our time together and a couple of funny stories that i remember from back yeah. then <laughs> but before we get before we get into that, I want to take you back. I want to go right back to the start. So you're born, Darren Sammy, born mm. on the twentieth of December, nineteen eighty-three. Um, you're born in the yeah. lovely, lovely island of Saint Lucia. Um, and I wanted yes. to just I wanted to just pick your brains and put the, put it over to you and just tell me about your early cricketing days and what your childhood was like.
1: Yeah, I was i was the first of 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 uh, a family of, of five you know my my two other uh, siblings um you know growing up in st lucia the countryside you know um growing up in an era where cricket west indies cricket dominated you know the world you know where cricket was the number one sport being played in the caribbean and you know our team west indies you know was you know, empowering black people all over the world and entertaining fans across the world. So, you know, that was my first love. And as far back as I could remember, my father loved it, my cousin, uh, Fignetius played for the national team, which is St. Lucia, mm-hmm. you know, and I just fell in love with cricket from from ever since like I, I could remember. We played in the streets, in the backyards, you know, and... Yeah, I've never stopped until now.
0: So when did you start realizing that you had a, you know, you had a talent for the game? What, what kind of what kind of early team was it that you played for in your kind of childhood?
1: I think most of us, you know, as as sportsmen, you know, when we kids we play as fun. Yeah, we look into to have a, to enjoy the game. You know, play it with for fun. This yeah. it's exciting. You know, you and your peers, you you guys are playing. You don't think about it as a career until maybe you start playing competitively at the school level, Mm -hmm. where, you know, the scouts and the coaches are telling your mom, no, this kid is really good. Your son is really good. You know, your coach is telling you, you you got a career out of that. And obviously, you gain older, developing uh, uh, even more love uh, and a, a greater passion for the sport. And then you start seeing your heroes and your I- idols, like for me it was Brian Lara and quickly Ambrose, and when they show all these guys, you know, you want to be, you want to meet these guys, you want to do what they do. Yeah, yeah. So I think as at secondary secondary school level, probably 10, 11, 12, thereabouts, when you really understand you're playing against all, uh, other schoolmates, mm-hmm. and you it now becomes competitive, you think, yeah, if you work really hard. You know, well, from my example, I used to say if I if I make if I could make West Indies like, like Satchin made international cricket at 1617, if I could do that, I could actually meet quickly Ambrose. Yeah. So thoughts like that started creeping in my head. Yeah. And then the rest was just focus, of course other people help you out along the way mm-hmm. to get to 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 achieve your goals and you know like you said, we met in, 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 in 2004, I think, or three. No, we met. We met actually. Before,
0: we met actually before then. And um, before we go. Yes. I, yes. I'll, yes. I'll, yes, I'll yes take, I take know. You, I know. I know. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take you down. Forget, I'll take you down memory lane <laughs> now. <I, down. So, laughs> how could I forget? So first I know and where foremost, we met first, man. <laughs> first and foremost, we share the same idols because Brian Lara, being a left-handed mm. batsman, I used to yeah. spend hours hours on end, mm-hmm. watching the Prince man, mm. you know, he was, yeah. he, uh, he was a gem, man. He was, a, you know, obviously you had two great players. You had Sachin, you had Brian Lara. And in my mm. opinion, when they have the argument, it's like discussing yeah. Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. When they yeah. discuss these two guys, I always have just tipped Lara, because the thing about yeah. Lara was, it was the way Lara used to win the match single-handedly.
1: Oh, yes, he, yes, I mean, yes. And
0: he went through a period with the West Indies as well, with a team well, but Only off. whom? Only him. Oh, the match he did, when yes. he beat Australia, when him and Courtney Walsh were batting at the end. That, that 153
1: not out, oh. bro. That's my favourite. That is my favourite. That, yeah. that, yeah. I mean, you're right, you're right. And that's, that's what I always tell people, you know, Sachin had driven you know, Seawag, Latchman, yeah, um, all these guys around him. Lara probably had Shandipal, yeah, who was not really at that level. Not at that, not yet, elite, not, know, just under elite level. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that Lara is my favourite batsman of, of all time.
0: Yeah, he's a master, he's just yeah. un- unbelievable. Yeah. I love him, love him. I, he actually played in a game recently in Australia, and he hit a couple yes. of shots, and I was like, oh, I brought back my oh. childhood.
1: Man, they, that's why they tell you class is permanent, man. Yeah, that's it, that's it.
0: That's <laughs> it. So yeah, brother, um, you jumped forward there, and I want to remind you. We met, mm-hmm. first of all... In... Let me tell you where
1: we met. Okay. We met on the 19 World Cup, no? Yes, yes. In 2002 in New Zealand. That's
0: right. When West Indies, when West Indies played Scotland. West Indies stopped Scotland. You gave us, <laughs> you, you, gave us a, you gave us the royal spanking. We played at uh, Dunedin. Dunedin,
1: Dunedin, Dunedin. That was, the day,
0: that. that was the day my bowling career ended. I bowled one over for nineteen. <laughs> Donovan Pagan hit me Donovan scored. Pagan. <laughs> I think he scored, scored one eighty. Right? Pagan probably scored one eighty or in that. <laughs> one seventy-six. um Lendo Simmons scored 100 hundred. Uh, Dwayne Bravo got fifty. Yeah. So then we yeah. came out to bat, and I got a nice little 40, and I was going yes. well. I was going well yeah. until this I guy. I you LBW. L- 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 Bold. Bold. Bold on. Yes, you bowled me. You nipped one back. I went to drive, <laughs> and you bowled me. But where, yeah. it, where our memory probably came was back in the hotel, because you used to laugh when you came to the MCC, you used to say to me, Man, we used to see this man walking around the hotel, thinking he black. <laughs> I used to be rapping.
1: That is true. That is true. Yes, you. You always. I guess now you've told me Lara was your favorite guy. I guess that stems from loving the, the West oh, style I love of the, play because you had, you had, a, you had, you came out with that little bit of swagger. Yeah, because, yeah, 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 yeah. Know, we, in you and uh, I guess we've. Them these times with uh, D M X and all these guys rapping. Jaru, Jaru, um, yeah, Jarul, yeah, Jarul, Jarul, Yes, that is correct. Jaru and Shanti and all of them. You know, I think you gravitated towards, um, towards them, and you were always around the hotel rapping. I even think you had one of those, um, um, you know, this basketball jerseys like. Ellie,
0: basketball. You see. I don't forget, man. You've got a good memory, memory bro. You've got a good memory. Good. Yeah. I, used to wear, I used to wear baggy whites. Baggy white juggies. The basketball yeah. top. I used to walk in. And I used to think I was proper gangster. That is so, true. so we moved man. on. We moved on. Yes. But did I know. I, I haven't spoken to you. I mean, I, I'd spoken to you a little bit in the hotel, but I didn't know yes. you were coming. It wasn't yes. until about... I'd been at the MCC and I'd been there yes. for three weeks. And I came mm-hmm. out one morning... And I was coming to the mm-hmm. bus stop. Yeah. I got to the bus stop and there's this tall black man sitting on the chair there. <laughs> and I looked yeah. and I said, Oh, what's happening, man? And we yeah. all recognized each other and you were we, like We were think dec- we, we, we were waiting for the 46 bus the 46 bus. That's <laughs> <laughs> So that and tell me oh, that man. was the that was the first early stages. You'd just come El, yeah, yeah. you were also a young boy coming up, coming from the cast. Yes, it, yes. I remember, on we time. came
1: from the, we came from the, on the nineteens, man, you know, so in the World Cup and fast track, uh, fast forward uh, two years later, you know, we were at Lutz and, yeah. um, you know, this came about, you know, the St. Lucia Cricket Association with some of the government. Uh, Minister of Sports and Tourism back then. You know, we were building the... We were preparing for 2007 World Cup. Yeah. At that time, West St. Lucia had no West Indian um, cricketers as, as yet. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Um, they formed a committee and they decided, you know what, we're going to look for the top four cricketers on Ireland and try to get him a scholarship to go at Lord's.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, with the MCC Young Cricketers. Yeah. And I ended up getting that. You know, so I was there more or less, you know, as as a tryout to to see where my level at. You know, trying to push my development. You know, before that, the only time I traveled outside the Caribbean was when we went to New Zealand for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So um, that that's why you saw me, man. I bowled I bowled so many overs. <laughs> I was bowling one and. You were like I was, you were.
0: You could tell you could tell that you were there for a reason. You were hungry. Mm-hmm. You were. You yes, were, I was. I wish well, I was as hungry. I was hungry, but yes. I think my attitude then, if I'm being honest, when I look back now, if I'm honest, I, I took it a bit for granted. I'm just honest. With, I, I I don't, I don't, I think yes. I should have well, had that little bit. I was too much, you know, yeah, well, enjoying, enjoying, uh, enjoying the thing is,
1: the thing is Let me tell you, the thing is, when you grow up the way most of us grow up in the Caribbean, yes. and you get one opportunity where, you move from, you know, the little islands to, to the well the so-called first world country. Mm-hmm. And you see what's available. Like, man, I was at Lodz. You know how many cricketers that play at the career and don't get to set a foot on the green grass yeah. of Lords. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I,
1: we were there every day, man. Lords was day, man. our home. Every you know, day. so for me, in itself, that was something massive. And nothing I was already focused to become that first solution. Mm-hmm. So everything was, was, was really zoned mm-hmm. in to better myself, better my... De- 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 be- become more developed and, and improve on my game. So I was really hungry, you know. Maybe know, what definitely. you were exposed to as a first world country, I wasn't really exposed to that as yet. Yeah. So my drive was to take out myself and my family from the situation we were at home. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you were okay, you could have done without cricket.
2: Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah.
1: So the energy and the, 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 the focus and the determination was completely different. But we did have fun. You oh, know. Oh yeah, what yeah. I mean?
0: Well we you remember different. you used to come you used to come to my room. So you're talking yeah. about BMX and Jaru and everything else. I used to have that little boom box. Used to yes, come room, yes. and I used to stand and I used to do the rap and jar always on time. Baby and then, girl. you know,
1: and then Stephen Outerbridge came after. Stephen Outerbridge, yeah, the Bermuda. Yes, yes. that's, yes. right, that's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling you. I remember, I tell people these those days, and that's why all the guys, when we woke up on Facebook, as you see, you posted something recently. Yeah. Um, but a funny story remember that first day of training? when well, my first day of training at the MCC Young Cricketers, I'm piled up to bat in the nets. Yeah. At that time, this time there, I wasn't batting with helmet. That's right, yeah, yeah. Those times. Yeah. And then, just before I was batting next, and Barry Hooper broke Stephen Snell's jaw. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Remember
1: right. that? Yes, yes. So I'm here about to go into bat. I'm seeing this kid running in, you know, bowling quick. Because he's bowling quick, and I'm I'm ready to bat without a helmet, and just before my run comes, Steven Snell gets a bump on the back, and and fractured broke his jaw through a few places, man. And I'm going to bat now, and I'm I'm tapping my bat in Steven Snell's blood, man. I was like, sure,
0: that's right. This thing. You got and it. Like, I, think, I, 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 did, I, I didn't think, remember that, but you've you've totally just brought it back in my yeah. memory. And I
1: think and I think from there mm-hmm. I realized, yo, this is this is gonna be serious. This level that I'm about to to embark on is something that's gonna take me forward. Yeah. You know, and and that that was a blessing in disguise for me, that mm-hmm. it happened right now. Uh, at the very first practice session at 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 at, at Lords at MCC yep. to to change my focus and put it even in a more serious uh, manner that this these things there is no Mickey Mouse man this is yeah, the yeah. real stuff.
0: My 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 other memories of you at the MCC there was one time we we had it rained outside we had to go indoors and I had to mm-hmm. face you and Barry Hooper on the faraway net indoor net at Lords. <laughs> And shit, man, the ball was, was fine. I mean, Hooks yeah. used to just run in and bowl as quick as he can. So, you, didn't, yes. you know, he wasn't, he was, you were obviously, yeah. you were shaping it. You used to bowl the instrument. Yes, in yes. I was, you I were was also more bowling.
2: swinging. You were also yes.
0: bowling a good And at pitch. that
1: time, I had, I had a little bit. Yeah. a little bit of something, you know, because that's what I, I tell guys. England changed me in a way once I started playing club cricket. You know, sometimes I used to bowl like nonstop. So I cut my run, my run up from, I remember it used to be 22. Yep. And I cut it to 16.
2: Yeah.
1: And when I went back home after that two season, I tried to go back to 22. I just couldn't get it done. And I just, fo- I just put my focus more on line and length and, and sacrifice pace.
0: Yeah. No, I remember when you first came over, uh, Sammy. Mm. You, were, you were running in. I mean, you, I, I can mm. tell in your international game what you're saying. You changed yeah. it up eventually and you started to yeah. be more, more of a shape. Mm-hmm. Of but when you yeah. first came over, you were mm. used, to, used to fairly... I was r- bustling in, man. bustling in. Obviously, you got great experience there of bowling at test players mm. as well. We used to get the yes. chance to bowling yes. at test players and the nursery. And,
1: and that, that, is, that is one of the beauties not only we were playing against county players, mm-hmm. you know, second-eleven guys who probably injured, trying to get back into the first team. Mm-hmm. But when the, the test teams came through a lot, I was, we were bowling against Jacques Galis and these yeah, guys. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. you used to count and see, you
0: know, how many of those we got in our pockets, <laughs> man. I, I, my <laughs> biggest memory is I got to bowl at the... I, I, one day, I went, there was one day I bowled at England. You, remember, you might yeah. remember I used to bowl the left-armers. Left yeah, yes, got, yes. I got Michael Vaughn and Nasser yes. out that morning. Nasser is yes. went mentor and went, This wicket Shit, this wicket's crap. I'm not batting on this wicket. And I was like, me, yes. Nasser Uzen doesn't <laughs> want to bat against me. The,
1: that was that was that was it, man. Bullying at Freddie and, and, and Peterson and all these guys, man. You were like, Yeah, that is it, man. That's 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 the dream. Why wouldn't oh, any young man come come through here and try to be you know, be make the best out of that opportunity, mm-hmm. and I think, um, yeah, I, I I grabbed it, man. And Clive Radley and 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 Dawkins and all these guys, Owen Dawkins, they were they were they were phenomenal, man. Yeah, Rad, they gave a, me that opportunity. Raj was, was a
0: great man. He, um, yeah. I don't know if you know what happened with me in the end. I resigned. I was having a couple of couple of problems. I resigned and I went back to Scotland. And Rad. yes, you
1: left. You didn't yeah. finish. You yeah. Left. I, yeah, I should
0: have, you know, looking back, I should have, I just made uh, just, a silly, maybe a silly decision in my life, but Rad's, when I was mm-hmm. leaving, you know, he said to me, you've got a really good chance of getting a county contract, you need to stay here, mm-hmm. because at that point, I'd scored some good runs against Middlesex, just very recently, as yeah. uh, yeah. it is what it yeah. is, I was lucky, I still went on to play, play for my country, played in our T20 World Cup, you yeah. know, well, I had some great, but yeah, I do look back, and it's a bit of a bittersweet, because I think at that point, I, I maybe just prematurely maybe left. I should have just came and sat next yeah. to you and said, Sammy, bro, what should I, you know? Yes, what, Le- what yes, man,
1: do? man don't, let, don't let anybody stop you from achieving what you want to, man. Yeah. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason.
0: Absolutely. You know, we absolutely. So I yeah. want to move on. Mm-hmm. Let's get into your career now. We have talked some, we've talked the old memories. The, the, the listeners now know how we know each other. I've had so many people messaging me saying, bro, how do you know Darren Sammy? Yeah. I'm like, me and Sammy, we're like yeah. brothers, man. Um, so <laughs> Back in the day, man. Back, Back in, in the day. day. So you made yeah. your ODI debut, brother. 2004 against Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. First St. Lucian. Proud moment to play for, the, play for the, big, the big stage, the West Indies. Tell me how you felt.
1: Actually my debut, my real my official debut got washed out. Ah against, okay. um against um New Zealand earlier okay. that year in uh in June. Um but yes, uh fast track September uh ninth, I think it was. Yeah. Um uh two thousand four in the champions trophy. Yeah. You know, first game for West Indies against Bangladesh. Um yeah, Brian, um, Gus Nogi, and Brian Lara, who's my idol. Yeah, you know, told me the night before that I was I would be make I would be playing. Oh wow, man, shaky boy. I couldn't sleep that night, man.
0: Oh, for very good.
1: Every time, every time I closed my eyes, I just like was visualizing mm-hmm. what I wanted to happen, and I would be up. You know, I was like, look at. You know, finally, uh, Saint Lucian, what I've worked so hard for is yeah. gonna happen. And yes, I was praying for rain not to fall because that's what happened the, the first time I yeah, set, yeah, back, yeah. Yeah. set foot on that same ground. It was at the at at, at the Rose Bowl, you know, in Hampshire, and um, in in South South Hampshire it was. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: and um, and when I step on that field uh, that day, bro against um, Bangladesh. Oh. And Brian Lara gave me... At first, he said to me, you know, go to Gully. Now, you know, I always I, I feel that in two slips, young cricketers, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gully, took some blinders there as well. But, you know, when you have Gail and Lara and Sawan and Wavell-Heinz, all these guys, I'm thinking you'll tell me, go to meet off a footman or fine yeah, leg. Yeah. Yeah. He says, youngster, you go to Gully, I was like, man. And then, moving Dylan bowls a ball, and I uh, think Tapish Bysha, one of them that used to open for Bangladesh, flicked yeah. the ball. And I just saw it in my peripheral vision, and I decided, you know what? Let me go. Because yeah. if you don't go, you don't know. And I yeah, stretched yeah. out my hands, hit my hand, and it fell on my neck, and I caught it in my armpit. Beautiful catch. Yeah. Nose gone. I ended up taking two more catches, and then um, I bowled seven overs, I think, and took two for 19. Yeah, One for 19. And, man, that was the best day of my life, man. Playing, getting the chance to wear that maroon number 88 on my back, crossing the ropes. How
0: was... Amazing. So, it sounds like, obviously, Brian was... Brian Lara was very encouraging to you to put you at gully. He obviously... well yeah. Were you welcomed into the changing room? Did you feel comfortable? Yes, because, you know... The, the Bravo was there,
1: which I we played on the nineteen. Week. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had um, Curry, Collymore, Merv Dillon, all these guys, which I played uh, first-class cricket against before. Uh, against,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and I played a couple. Mm-hmm. I played a, a President Eleven game with uh, Brian. I didn't do much. I played against him probably three times before that.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: you know, my my personality has always been one that you know into people yeah yeah. you know so i've always been a people's person so you know i was just happy being there man in yeah, yeah, yeah. the same okay. dressing yeah. room as, yeah. as, as as brian so you know and being the only solution i couldn't say i would turn to okay i would go to my countryman here you know i just with every yeah. chris gale you know murphine Dillon, like i said curry collie mm-hmm. even Maple hines all these guys you know youngster you know they they shower you you know no, that's, good. that's good to know that's good
0: know, to know. So, so you were so basically so your, that was good your first memory was a very beautiful memory then you bowled well you got a couple yeah. of catches you played with guys yes and, you, and we did yeah, yeah. You played with your heroes you, played, you got to play with <laughs> yes you know what you played with your idol that's 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 a dream achieved right right there and then so you moved right on there, right there and then in uh three years later 2007. You got to make your test debut versus England. And you bowled figures. Seven for 66. The best figures in a first test, I believe, since a chap called Alf Valentine back in 1950. Now, how did
1: that feel? That felt amazing. And it really... It really set the the tone for me, you know, because I made that game that I played that game that one game back in two thousand four, and I didn't play again. I never played for West Indies again, you know. I played a couple eighteen matches, but then, after Lara retired in two thousand seven, you know. I they, they, they reshuffled the test squad, you know, and here I was. I got an opportunity in the full test in Manchester. Mm-hmm. You know, I was already in England playing for Crompton in the mm-hmm. Lancashire uh, Cricket League. So I was already mm-hmm. used to the conditions. Yeah. You know, and I remember um, the first innings, um, well, before that, uh, Sir Clive Lord gave me my cap, 266. Imagine this. My test number is 266. So he gave me my cap big achievement a solution play test cricket. Another then, legend
0: another legend
1: as well. Yeah, uh, yes, a- yes. Yes. And then he he I remember scoring one run, I think in the first inning and taking one for for nineteen or so thereabout in the first innings. Then I remember listening to the highlights. And one of my heroes as well i didn't get to see him play much but from hearing my dad speak about him Mikey Holden he was on he was he it he was on air and he said when he heard that i was making my debut and Darren Power wasn't going to play he went to bed with a nightmare and then when he woke up he he really hoped that this night, it was that, that nightmare was over. So that kind of, Ooh. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's, a bit that's, piercing. that's piercing the soul, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, the Almighty has a special way of working things out for you. Yeah. Second innings, I remember bowling a marathon spell for Darren Ganga, England leading by almost 200 plus 300. And bra- Bravo, gave Peterson a bouncer, hit his helmet off. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He came back Yes. I was bowling in partnership with um, Bravo at that time. And the balls just started to, to reverse or, or, or shape. Yeah. Some shape on it. And I got Ian Bell out, cut behind. Next ball, Matt Pryor, caught behind. Two rounds later, Liam Plunkett is gone. You know, I, I, earlier in the morning, I got Michael Vaughan out, caught on bowl. Then Paul Collingwood, Ryan Sidebottom. Nice. Stephen Hammerson. Oof. Oh, man, it was just like, oh. Michael Holding. Michael Holding
0: seen Darren <laughs> Sammy in his dreams that night. <laughs> the,
1: the funny thing is, right, so after the day's play, guess who has to come and interview me?
0: Michael Holding. <laughs>
1: Did you say it to him? That, Am I still I know. Like you? No, no, no. You know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the greats. Yeah. But but it was it was it was good. It was good to really like, yeah. Never doubt
0: me, man. I'm a yeah. child of God. Yeah. <laughs> no, what, what, a yeah. Moment. what a moment. <laughs> you then you then went on. Um you became the, the West Indies captain. Not so yeah, 2010. 2010, which, wow. Like, your career really went... I mean, it was 2002, I played against you in the Under-19 <laughs> World Cup. 2010, Darren Sami becomes the West Indies captain. What a moment. Not only not only the first St. Lucian to play for the West Indies, but the first captain. I mean, what did you see that coming? Did you have a feeling that was going to mm-hmm. happen? No, I had, I had no clue like I said, my dream has
1: always been to play represented, to represent the West Indies. Not once did I fought, like, I want to be captain or I can captain West Indies. I was captain in my first class team, which was the Winwood Islands. I had captaincy experience. I captained St. Lucia for a number of years. But West Indies, I never saw it. You know, I was playing with guys like Chris Gayle, Romnar Sawan, Bravo, you know, Shivner and Paul um all much these guys senior, much more senior much to you senior you know so to be even considered as a leader you know as a as a captain that was a massive achievement so when it was handed over to me it was a very difficult decision to make you know cuz um being captain of a test team when you've only played nine test matches yeah you know at that time shivnarine mm-hmm. probably had 80 something plus gail had Eighty something, you know. What I mean, so yeah, it's it was
0: a big ass. It
1: was a big ass. and I must admit, it was the toughest decision for me and the toughest period for me in my career. But you know, Darren, don't back down. Yeah, you know. What I mean, uh, my mom has always raised me to to believe in myself, mm-hmm. you know, and and and, and 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 know that once I believe, uh, and and I could achieve, you know. And I've worked hard, and. One thing my mom always, always said growing up, because the way we grew up tough, she always said, the Almighty never put you in a position that He knows you can't handle.
0: Yeah. Same as Muslims. Yes. So, we are taught the same thing. So, the Almighty will test you yeah, as much as you, you can handle. Yes. So my, my,
1: my strong faith, you know, allowed me to take on the challenges. And... Um, Yeah, it was tough in the beginning. Criticism, and you know, West Indies was in a period of rebuilding, where we still are. But you know, a lot of things was happening, especially during the test, the test um, team. Um, So, did you ever get? I was up for the challenge.
0: Did you ever get a a bit of a backlash from some of the senior boys and certain decisions that you made on the pitch?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, well, the thing is with my style of leadership, it was not. it was not all about Darren, you know. Yeah. It was never about that, actually. Yeah. You know, my style of leadership was around team building. Mm-hmm. You know, motivating, inspiring. You know, making sure everyone feels like they have an equal, you know, part mm-hmm. uh, in the team, and they are all important. Mm-hmm. You know, so when when the game is flowing, it's easy to captain. Yeah. You know, when everything is going right. You know the team is eighty four for six you know it's all good, you be captain yeah. you know it's when the chips are down and you're looking at ways to get a breakthrough make a you know motivate somebody to you know keep on going that's when I thought I was at my at my best, you know because my inner my inner strength being able to inspire you know that's what i was i was i was that was one of my strength and I always. You know, when the pressure situation came, you know, I never tried to rush it. You know, I always incorporated the senior players, Mm -hmm. you know, in the decision making. Obviously, the buck stops with me, but Mm -hmm. I never once, you know, asserted myself like, this is how it's supposed to be done. That's why we have team meetings and planning. And I always try to execute in in, in that way with with myself and my teammates.
0: Yeah. I mean, you had a, Beautiful time as captain. I mean, you will go on to talk about some, some other things that happened down the line, but you had a beautiful, a good six years as captain, which is a which is a successful yeah. amount of time to captain your country. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I yeah. want to then go into the first big success that you had, and that was the 2012 T20 World Cup. Darren Sami leading the West Indies into the tournament. First time the West Indies win a, a, a trophy in I think eight years at that time.
1: Since since my since my debut back in two thousand and, and 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 the Champions, and, and
0: Champions Champions Trophy. Champions Trophy. Talk to me yeah. about it, man. Talk to me about it. How what you know? How did you? Were you confident going into the tournament? I mean, you you guys are made for the The West Indies are made for T Twenty cricket. You've got such a such a You know, I always think the West Indies' biggest challenge in recent times has been their Test cricket. It's that concentration, yeah. staying on the wicket. Yeah. When it comes to T20, it's Caribbean flavor. You know, it's made, you guys are made for it. I'm telling you.
1: Yeah. To, to answer your question, within the group, within the team and the squad, coaches involved included, we believe we could win. Yeah. But, you know, outside, they never gave us a chance. Yeah. And for some reason, we've always thrived, especially in the T20 setup, when, you know, they class us as underdogs. But myself as captain, I'm watching Gale, Johnson-Charles, Dwayne Bravo, Pollard, Russell.
0: Marlon Samuels. Samuels. One of my
1: favorite players. Samuels. You know, Badry. Narine. No. Narine. No. Fidel Edwards, Ravi Rampol, you know, I'm looking at all of these talents in the dressing room and I'm saying, how could they not give us a chance to win? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You
1: know, once we play to our full potential, there's nobody stopping us. Mm -hmm. And that was the message being put around, you know, in the dressing room. And look, the first two games rained out. Understand, um, but we because of the, the the way the system was, we came through um, on on points, and then the super six, uh, we had to beat England, which we did, and then we needed Sri Lanka to defeat England for us to qualify for the semis, you know. And then once we got to the semis, we Australia, we scored. I think, 190 or 200, and bowl them out for, for under 100, I think. And then the big finals, where mm-hmm. we play in the host, Sri Lanka, in Colombo, you know, having us on the back foot. You know, after 10 overs, I think we were just about 30-something or 40-something. Mm-hmm. You know, the power play, we were like 14 for, for free or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And... Malan Samuels, you know, plays that gem of an inning. Yeah, you know, you know, disposing, this dispatching this Malinga to all parts of the world. I think he, he he hit him for about five sixty. Yeah, you know, and that was the first time anybody had the better of Malinga in any format. Yeah, you know, and I remember going into bat. Malan got out. The score was probably ninety. Yeah. And he had 70-something out of it. And myself and Ramdin took the score to 132 or 133, thereabouts. And we left the first inning with the momentum. Yeah. And T20 is all about momentum. If mm-hmm. The more you could keep the momentum in your favor, mm-hmm. the better your chance of winning. So we went in the dressing room thinking, yes, from the position we were to get to 130,
0: that is we're a in the game. score. We're in the game.
1: Yeah. We're in the game. Well, I think Sri Lanka is thinking, oh, they shouldn't have scored 100. Yeah. You know, and then we were really tight. Once we got Sanga out, and then Narain got Jaiwana out, you know, the rest was history. Everybody chipped in. You know, myself. Two overs, two for six, you know. Bravo, you know. Rampol.
2: yeah. But
1: Rumpel started it off. That that outswinger he gave to Telikaratnietishin, knocking the off pole. that yeah. just like really set the tone for us yeah. defending that 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 target. So, you know, fast track with all the criticism and everything, they're giving me that World Cup trophy, man. Yeah and lifting up that trophy, it, were, it felt like I was lifting up the burden, the stress I went through the last two years. Yep. When I lifted that trophy, I felt like I lifted up all that stress off my shoulder, wow. all that weight off my shoulder, you know, and it was, it was the beginning of, of something special in my captaincy.
0: Uh, you know, you go on, you go on now, um, now, this is a really interesting World Cup for me. 2016, when, when, when champion, champion was launched. You know, I've never, you know, I was, a, I was working in a job at that point. Um, and my colleagues, they never knew anything about cricket. They knew nothing about cricket. By the end of the World Cup, me and my colleagues were sitting in the office and they were all singing, champion, champion. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a... There's but what's very interesting about that world cup sammy you guys went there with no backing from the board you pretty much went into the competition as a a, a, as a bunch of guys who you had one manager i think you you said in your interview that we didn't even have any outfits we had nothing to wear talk to me about how you actually got the got things started, did you, this manager, the gentleman that was managing you, how did this all start to work? And why did the board, what, there, was, there was, there's always been a bit of a fallout between players and, and the Caribbean and the board. What, what, what unfortunately, what, what happened there?
1: Yeah, well, we were, we were into con- contractual, you know, disagreements. Yeah. You know, what had happened, you know, even before that, in 2014, in India, when the guys uh, when the tour was called off, yeah, because of contracts. Oh yeah, that's right. So there, it was. It has from then. It was a back and forth with the board, replayers contracts. And it, one thing that was always, you know, a, a, a joy for West Indian cricketers was the revenue from, you know, ICC events.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what had happened? They changed the the the, the pay structure
2: mm-hmm.
1: for for that World Cup, you mm-hmm. know, in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all the World Cups, including the ICC ODIs and T20s, there was a format being paid to the players. Yeah, you know, there was a structure in which uh, the, the pay structure, the, the pay was um, being being um, given to the players, but with the bitterness with the, the bitterness between board and, 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 and cricketers and players, you know, we found ourselves in a situation where they were forcing us to sign a contract that we didn't agree to. Yeah. So me as captain, I was the one going back and forth, you know, talking to to I think it was the CEO back then. Mm-hmm. And um we finally but it's one thing I always said to the guys that you know, this could be our last World Cup for yeah. many of us because the next one would have been this year.
2: Yeah.
1: And we cannot boycott the event. We have, no matter what happened, we have to go out and play.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the manager was Roy Lewis back then. Um, we had a pre uh, a season camp in Dubai because most of us were playing in the PSL then. It, yeah. it finished, so we just had the camp in Dubai. Upon arriving, in in Kolkata, I remember, for the World Cup, uniforms were not there. No, just a whole sort of mixed up. We were
0: playing in the hot sun. Yourself, were you all funding yourself then? All you guys were pretty much... Well, I wouldn't say funding
1: ourselves, but, you know, it's hard to play cricket in India yeah. without... a without the caps and the proper uniforms you know and it's not only us the 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 women team went through it as well they were not as outspoken as us but they were speaking to me about what was what was happening yeah and I know the manager left the hotel you know Ron Lewis was a really good manager well he is um go up in in a factory you know driving for hours to have the shirts you know put together man I'm,
2: I'm
0: last minute you know
1: the thing minute. is the thing is the thing is talking about it now because i've moved on you know it seems like i'm bringing up you know spill i'm i'm crying over spilled milk yeah, so, you know because and then the, the whole new administration has, has 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 you know taken over and i don't think that that the board i'm talking about now is not that board that is, yeah. is, is is here so it feels a little way like you know like i said i've kind of moved on from it and i hardly talk about that that sad yeah part of it yeah, you yeah. Know? so but it had to happen for us to be as motivated as we were during 2016. yeah you know um after the board it was literally us against the world yeah. our board didn't really care then People were calling us brainless. We play like a bunch of cricketers without brains or whatever yeah. they said. Nobody gave us a chance. And I just found it hard to believe. We, were, we had players dominating the T20 circuit.
2: Yeah, throughout the world. In our, our
1: team. In our team across the globe, you know, the last three or four um, T20 World Cups, we always finish in the final four, mm-hmm. you know. So I just don't understand why they were not giving us the respect mm-hmm. that, we, that we deserve. But then we always use that as, as motivation. And I remember saying to the guys, the only way we could speak up is when you are winners. And then I think when Bravo launched that song, champion, who wants a, a song champion before a tournament even plays?
2: Yeah. You know,
1: but yeah. that, that, was yeah. a, that helped, like, was a glue. Yeah. That kept the team together, you know. Yeah. And then it became part of the, part of part of the team's um, culture and team's anthem.
0: Well, that, the, know, the, the, the video I remember in particular. I think it was the semi. Semi-final. Uh, semi-finals, semi-finals. And uh, you've got the the iPod the iPod dock. Are you coming out the bus? Bravos with you, and you're doing the champion. Champion, and you're doing a, And the ladies, the ladies' team, <laughs> yes. their players, they yes. join the celebration. Yes. Yes. And, yeah, you yes. just in the hotel, Man, and It was the energy it, that, the, that you guys were bringing, but you, as captain yes. in particular, you changed yes. things and a, a view of what a captain you know. The captains always have people have this view, captain should be very serious. You know, that uh, you, no. you, yes. dan- you were dancing yes. the most, and your team was yes. following in your energy. And it, you know, it, yes. it,
1: it's, the pitch. it is, it is, you know, because they have different styles of leadership, you know, there's yeah. no one correct way to to lead at the end of the ta- at the end of the day, as long as you're working towards the common goal of the team and the success yeah. that's what's important you know and for me, you know incorporating my teammates, being you know being with them you know um and building a team, building that 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 team spirit, building that belief in in my team, you know one for all all for one. Type of mentality that never see die attitude. That's that's the type of um, characteristics that you know I I portray, you know, as 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 the leader, and that's what I try to instill in my team. Although we have different characters yeah. in the dressing room, but everybody was uh, was on par as to winning. Yeah, you know, if you bring this from your from from your from your side, and I bring that from my side. We all could put it together towards the cause, which yeah. is team comes first and winning. And yeah, remember having a conversation with Phil before the um, tournament started. And, you know, he was saying, in order for us to win, we will have to beat India. You know, because India was playing some really good cricket yeah. at that time. Yeah. You know, so we said, whether it be in the semi-finals or finals, anybody that has to win has to go through India.
2: Yeah. And it
1: was, it was India in the semifinals. And the way we played, we were just building confidence, building up our confidence game after game. And once we win, we, we, we won India, we all believed that we could have done it. But I, I, I not remember, in the manner.
0: I remember in particular, the universal the universe boss, Chris Gale, mm-hmm. he's normally quite chilled out. You don't... But he was when you won the semi-final. He was pumped. You and him were like proper embracing. He's punching. He he fell over actually. He fell over. But you know, it just it was, as a as a fan watching on, it was a it was a special special time. And then obviously you went into the World Cup final against England. Yeah. England were also a top top team at that. You know that you you both both serious serious teams. And yeah, it it came down to the famous the famous Ian Bishop commentary at the end. Yes, but again, one of my favourite players for the for the West Indies always has been. I think he's very underrated. Is Marlon Samuels, and again, Mm. Marlon Samuels rose to the occasion when you needed him. Um, That was a very important knock.
1: Yes, it's Marlon has. Um, you know, really, you know, make made that name for itself, you know. The higher the stakes, the more he comes out. You yeah. know, and twenty twelve, you know, and even in twenty fourteen mm-hmm. when when that duck wolf went hail, when we had a hail storm in, in, in Bangladesh playing the semifinals against um Sri Lanka yeah. and they went on to the finals and won against um India. Yep. But we lost to them via the dockworth Lewis because yeah, right. Malan Samuels and myself was was there where we needed sixty-six in in, in six overs.
2: That's right. Yeah. You know,
1: we still believe that we, we would have we would have gotten that, but you know, that's one of the show. But Malan's temperament, you know, has proven that, you know, in big games he turns up. You know, yep. and if that that is something you cannot take away from, from Marlon Samuels. And he He's played, he's played a special part in, in in me as captain winning two World Cups. Yeah. obviously, you know, but little things that happened, you know, throughout, you know, the the, the the tournament, you know, at certain stages, different people came up, you know, showed that it was really a, a team. Obviously they'll have indiv- you will need individual brilliance
2: uh-huh.
1: one time to to pull you through. And again, Malon Samuels did it stable. The, 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 the inning and then mm. Carlos Brafford in his first World Cup. Carlos, you know, I
0: didn't... <laughs> Carlos Remember the name!
2: Remember the name! Yeah. Carlos yeah. Braffred! So
1: that, that in itself was something special. None of us foresee that we didn't see that would happen. You know, yeah. To hit four sixes in a World Cup final to, to win.
0: Unbelievable! You know
1: that that is that is that is miraculous, man. That yeah. is heavenly. Yeah. You know, um, only only the
0: man he, above the Almighty. He didn't even look like he was hitting it that hard. He was just like just man, just lofting it, and these things are going miles. I'm telling you, there was
1: one. I think the second, the first six went over deep square, um, deep backward square like, leg. The second one, I think, went over oh, went long off. Yeah. But, over. Yeah, but. He looked like he played a flick yeah, over mid on, and it went, it went, and it went, and it went over mid off. So, you know, it was just, it was just after all what we went through. You know, when I sit back and look at all what that team went through, it was just, it just had to happen that we 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 won that that match. You know, hard luck to England. You know, but it was it was there for us. 2016 was our year. You know, the under the 19s won, the women won. Earlier that night, and for us to, to put the kiss and on 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 that night, it was just amazing. One of the one of the greatest days of of, of my career.
0: I remember, um, obviously, you celebrated in true Caribbean style. You know, you had the song. With, you know, great, amazing, amazing confidence to launch that song before the tournament, but it was perfect for when you won because you know you had. And then the beautiful thing was the women's team won the World Cup as well. So you had the both teams celebrating together, such a beautiful moment. And then I remember, amazing. You, obviously, I'm friends with you on social media. And the next day, yeah. next morning, you came on to just it was just you in your hotel room, and you did a video. And man, you know, it was a, it was like a tearful one watching it because you could see the emotion. You were just yeah. like, you know, yes, you've gone yeah. to like you've gone to this height, and then you're. You've, you're now just trying to process what's just happened here. Yeah,
1: it's, 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 it's true. Because, you know, that's why I always tell people, no matter what, belief is a hell of a thing. If you walk in this world without any belief, you, you, you're as good as dead. Yeah. Because nothing will happen without that self-belief. You know, you can't expect people to have more belief in yourself than, 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 than yourself. That's yeah. where it starts and when you know after after the sun has set you know and you've won the the, you've won the cup and you you've celebrated and then you start to reflect from the from the beginning you know you saying this is the goal this is what Mm -hmm. we want to do to win and you 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 realize all what you've been through Mm -hmm. to get to there and in the manner in which you won yeah and you reflect man you it brings you back down to earth you know it humbles you to know that thanks to god thanks to god if you believe if you believe and that man above really truly doesn't give you anything that you can handle and he was with us during that period and you know my team we really played it was i thought i tell people it was it was beautiful one of the first times i've seen a team so focused and committed to one goal which was winning you know i'm sorry after watching the last dance that we did not film that 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 that, that last world cup yeah. it would have been an epic epic movie you yeah. know but
0: yeah, it was amazing, It man. would have been awesome if you had like behind the scenes cameras going with you. That would have been some documentary to watch. Yeah. The in that changing room that you had at that point, you were pretty much partying and playing cricket at the same time. You were just, it just looked like you were enjoying it every single match. I, I, I'm,
1: I'm telling you, you're doing this and it, it just comes natural to you. You're not doing anything that you're not used to. Yeah. It's something that's natural to us Caribbean folks. Yeah, You know, and it's, it was amazing, man. Unfortunately, that's the last...
2: I imagine you... That's inspired. the
1: last... Yeah, that's the last international game I actually played, you know. <laughs> wow, it's been, it's been four plus years. You know, but it was, it was an amazing journey, man. It was.
0: You must, have, you must have come home to a big, big party when you got back to the Caribbean. I mean, think of ah, how... You bet. Think of how many young kids I mean I, I was an adult I was an adult in my kind of middle coming to the you know'm I'm, I'm, I'm a year young like a year younger than you so I was I was getting on a bit and I was just yeah. inspired you know listening to your your match interviews the passion that you guys showed It lifted spirits of just people around the world so the Caribbean people must have been of course, know, man. so proud of you should be you know that's something that you you know maybe they can still bring out some sort of movie down the line of the you know the the Great Western you know like the way they brought out the 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 old the, Fire and Babylon. Fire in Babylon. Fire and Babylon. They should bring out something for those two World Cups because you might never see it happen again. You might you know do it, do it. It's going to take something. I mean the the cricket is constantly evolving. Teams are getting better and better and better. So. And you had such a core of players at that point. It's not going to be easy to find yeah. that core of players again. Moving on then. Sure, sure. Do you think as a backlash, you were removed as captain after that? Because of um, what had kind of happened with the, with, with, the, with the board? Was it still the same board? Were they upset with you? Because in 2016, you were dropped as, uh, as test captain.
1: Yeah, um, like I said earlier, it was the last... I, I knew, you know, and that's what I said in the speech. It could be the last time that this group played together. And it was.
2: Yeah.
1: It was the last time that we, that that squad played together, you know. And uh, I don't regret it. You know, if you, as a man, you know, as a proud black man, you know, you've got to, you've got to stand up for what you believe in. Yep. You know, if you're done, if you've done for, for something, you'll fall for anything. Yep. And I was not prepared to do that, you know. Um, what my team went through, you know, the world had to know. Did it cost me my, my career? Yes, it did. But it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm proud of. Was it you worth know, it? I wouldn't it have it? done it I any...
0: Think, I think often. it was
1: worth it, bro. It was worth it it. It, it. it was worth it. I was just about to tell you, if I had to do it all over again, I would do it and do it even better. You know, there are certain things I, I didn't, I forgot to mention up there because you know I was just talking. You know, yeah. but it's it 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 did it, it. also showed the world that you know, as a leader, you know, you're not afraid to stand up for your team. You know, even even in the moment of 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 of, of glory, you know, and triumph. You know, you still got to stand up for, for what's right.
2: Yeah.
1: And I don't think they, what they did to us, you know, as a group, it was not right and the world needed to know. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm at peace, you know, with, with my career. You know, I, I was not supposed to be there, man. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a young... I'm a, I, that's a kid who grew up in the death roads in, in Duga, Miku, in St. Lucia. To become a world okay. champion. Two-time champion. You know? Yeah, so so I'm, I'm satisfied with with, with with what God has blessed me with, you know, and and yes, it probably cost my career, but you know that's that's how it was supposed to happen, and everything happens for for a reason, you know, and life goes on.
0: Life goes on indeed. I want to go on to talk to you about um, another country now, and you you know my background, I'm a Lahori. My father is from Lahore, that's where I grew up, you know. I went over and played in the Kydi Azam Trophy um, in 2010, 2011. Mm. I'm very in love with, you know, I love my country, Scotland. Actually, it's interesting, I want to talk to you about, just before we go into that, how were you feeling recently when Scotland were playing the West Indies in the World Cup qualifiers and we had you guys in some serious trouble, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was something. I think a few decisions went our way, man.
0: A few LB, yeah, the, the LBW, yeah, team. yeah. When the rain came, yeah, but, that was like yeah,
1: Barrington that got given out. Ooh, I don't yeah, it was going down leg. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It just showed you how far back, how 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 far it 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 it, it took our cricket. You know, I mean, um, um, those qualifiers were in um Zimbabwe, you know, I was watching closely. You know, it, it was sad that, you know, the history with West Indies cricket that we had to go through the qualifications, yeah. you know, to barely make it to, to the World Cup. But, you know, I think with proper administration and proper, you know, development and vision for cricket in the Caribbean, we could have been much better, Yeah, you know, but also
0: we as players
1: had had to
0: sorry sorry to interrupt you bro continue sorry i was going to, i was just going to ask you what do you yeah. think of uh, I go ahead sorry man i interrupted you i was going to say that i see what do you think of the fact that the 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 world cup has been made smaller do you not think that the the game should be the game should be made bigger you know that Scotland, Zimbabwe, Ireland, these kind of countries, they bring they bring excitement to the World
1: Cup. Of course they do, you know. And you know the game is evolving, and by restricting certain um, countries from playing, you know, it's it could it could be disappointing. You know, it could like you know imagine a, a young aspiring cricketer from Scotland or or let's say um, UAE yeah. and these places, you know, wanting to play in the World Cup. Because mm-hmm. every athlete, whether it be cricketer, runner, the World Cup is the biggest thing,
2: Yeah,
1: you know. And to not have an opportunity to to play, you know, against some of the best in the world, you know, it's it's it could be disappointing, you know. But I could I could also see where if there's a system where you know, like in the Premier League, where there is you know the Premier League and then there's the championship. Yeah. So now those are the championship, you know, it becomes even more competitive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause you know, two guys Get to go up yeah. and play in the big in the big leagues, you know. So, it's it's how you it's there's pros and cons on both yeah, yeah. sides. Yeah, you know. At the end of the day, I think whatever decision that is being made has to put cricket first. Yeah, you know, and not business.
2: Yeah, if
1: you understand what I mean, it has to be cricket first. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think over the last few years, it has more tilted on the side of business first, yeah. instead of instead of cricket, and that's that's not that's not that's not right.
2: Yeah,
1: if you understand, you know we have some of the the, the lesser teams like West Indies, you know, New Zealand, Zimbabwe, Pakistan, all these guys struggling. Yeah. you know, on the on the side of fun. Finance, you know, maintaining the cricket um, and the other, the other countries like England, Australia, uh, yeah. India, you know, they they get they get the better end of of, 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 of the stick, you know. Yeah. So that there should be a way where, you know, everybody gets that sort of attention where, you know, the the head which is ICC, is helping, you know, to develop and and better cricket in that region. And one of the biggest problems, especially for us over here, is is finance. If we don't get the big free touring, the guys can make no money. Yeah. In that way, it becomes very difficult now to stop a young player or even like a, a Kyron Pollard to earning a living out there in, in in the leagues.
2: Yeah.
1: Because when you play international cricket, you don't get to to be as that, that you don't get that financial reward mm-hmm. that you do in, in playing in the leagues. You see so many South Africans sign cold park deals. You know, it's because of 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 the, the the pay structure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: coming from 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 the top. The, the guys, the big cricket, the, the big share of, of, of the money. So, yeah. all this, there are so many factors influencing, you know, those sort of decisions. And I think, like I said, it's just been erring too much on the side of business than cricket first over the last three years. Three years. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, I agree. It's a World Cup um, and 10 teams. If you look at the Football World Cup, you get so many teams coming to the Football World Cup and you get some great stories mm. coming out of the World Cup. And we've already seen, yes, yes. We've seen some great stories in the Cricket World Cup. The Irish, you know, have had some amazing wins. in The, the World. Irish, Cup. yes, yes, yes. So it's, it, should
1: be,
0: it should be encouraged, I think. And I do agree with you. I think it was a bit. I, 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 I asked,
1: yeah, I, I just, especially on the T20 side, you know, obviously, with the test championships and even the one-day format, I could understand.
2: Yeah. Like
1: a division one or two. But when it comes to 2020, the, the shorter the games, the closer the teams are. Yeah. If you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. the 2020 World Cup should be where everybody gets to, to participate. Yeah. You know, that's how that's my feeling, you yeah. know. Um, and not le- not restricted to, to, to the ten or whatever teams they, they have. The so one day on the test championships, I could understand they yep. going in that way. But when it comes to the T20 format, give everybody a chance to to actually you know go out and play it's just like the FA Cup, you know, in, 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 in yeah, England. Yeah,
0: yeah, you absolutely.
2: know, everybody
1: gets a, a a a chance to to compete, you yeah.
0: know. So yeah, back to something I just mentioned. Pakistan. Pakistan, Zindaba. Yep. Yes. You, my friend.
1: That's, uh, that's, wh- that's why I'm, that's why I'm that's wearing this, you're man. Rocking,
0: you're rocking that shawakamese, brother. It's 2017, yes. you joined the PSL, which was initially getting played in, the, in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Yes. Um, and you were probably one of the, you know, along with people in the background, but you were a, such a massive ambassador. To, to at least slowly take things forward. In the final, were, for the first couple of years, were played in Pakistan. And I remember, in particular, guys, like one another guy we just mentioned, Marlon Samuels, I remember a footage of you both in the airport after you were leaving, and he's got the army outfit on, the Pakistani army outfit. You guys, you know, I was, I've always wanted to say, you know, I think I've said it to you in message or on Facebook before, but, you know, thank you to you guys. Because... You were the driving force to bring Pakistan, cricket back to Pakistan. You had so much love and passion that the fans had so much love for you. But talk to me about your love with the with the PSL and Pakistan in particular.
2: Yeah, it's it's a beautiful
1: relationship. Yeah, you know, um, the way they embraced me, especially you know, obviously playing for Peshawar, and as I would find out, like Peshawar, what they went through as a, as a region, you know, on that border, I think it That's is it. of uh, Afghanistan, That's... or yeah. there it is. What these people went through over the, the last decades or so, when, once that Peshawar team came through, it, like, it was like a beacon of hope, a shining light, something to look forward to. Yeah. And the fans were so passionate. And they embraced me, and you know, I've always played cricket really hard. Whichever team I play for, I give it my heart and soul. Yep. You know, win, win or loss, I will give my all. You know, and the love I received from them, it was just automatic to give back that love. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, the more I played, the more I had an integral role in Peshawar's Army. Him, and the way the franchise was, you know, growing, you know, the first, uh, the first two years we had uh, Afridi, yeah. side of Afridi with us and, you know, then I was made captain, but the way the franchise was growing, it was just getting even, I was getting even more passionate about yeah. the, the country, you know? and. When, in the second year, we had the finals in um, Pakistan, what I saw uh, and experienced, I saw a country desperate to have cricket. I saw fans passionate to see the icons, their heroes, playing at home. Mm-hmm. You know? And as a, as, a, as, a, as a professional, as a cricketer, I know when I step out in the Darren Summit Cricket ground in St. Lucia, the energy I feel where my people get to see me play right in front of their eyes. I almost, or I wouldn't say almost, I experienced that when I step out in in Lahore. Yeah. In the, the,
2: Daffy, the Stadium.
1: Daffy Stadium. When I stepped out there for the first time, I thought I was like in St. Lucia playing. So it gave me an even more, it got me even more connected with the people, an entire Pakistan. And then I started thinking about what it would mean for me as a Pakistani fan. As a a Pakistani, a young child, what it would mean to me to have the Mizbahs, the Baba Azams, you know, the Mohammed Amir and Shaheen Shah all these guys playing in front of me. Yeah. You know, and then that was it. Cricket and my passion for my game took me there. And if I am a Christian, and if you talk about forgiveness, Something happened 10 years ago, or 11 years ago, now it is But the people are still suffering from that. Yeah. you know, the steps and measures taken you know to bring the cricket back. Yeah. It was terrible what happened. But in, in the, you look at in, in, in Mumbai. They had Mumbai bombings.
2: Yeah.
1: England was, England was in, in, in India at that time. Yeah. England probably stayed a week before, two weeks before in that same hotel or next to that same hotel. Cricket didn't stop in India.
2: Yeah.
1: I was in I was in, in, in uh, they had the London bombings before the champions trophy in two thousand and seventeen or in 2014,
2: yeah.
1: they had some bombings, some London attacks. Cricket didn't start. Recently, in New Zealand, yeah. they had the attack where the Bangladeshi team was there. Yeah. Cricket has not stopped there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Australia, they had the, the hostage situation in, um, in Melbourne or Sydney or in, in Melbourne or whichever. Cricket yeah. never stopped. I I understand because the the, the the incident actually happened to a cricket team. Yeah. And I thought here I was I wasn't feeling like I was not safe. That was just my experience. Mm-hmm. Until we started moving away, like going to the hotel where obviously the uh, security, and that happens everywhere. You move with security.
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't feel like oh I was in Pakistan. I was just. I just felt like I was like any other place in the world playing cricket, and I just gave my opinion yeah. as to what I experienced. If that played a part in bringing cricket back to Pakistan, so be it. But I was just being honest about the people, about what I experienced, and the love I have a love for the people, honestly, Because yeah. the way they've embraced me, it's like like no other place.
0: Well, you clearly know, the so people and is something, uh, the people and the governing bodies have a lot of love for you yeah. because twenty third of March two thousand and twenty, you became one of my Pakistani brothers. I've got I've got dual nationality. I'm British and I'm Pakistani. You became a citizen of Pakistan. The first. Yeah, well, well I, I have I have, I have I have to
1: because um, what had happened because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. The ceremony have not took taken place. Yeah,
2: okay.
1: but it's going to happen, bro. So, it's going to happen. So, yes, it will. It will happen. You know, it's it's when I sit back and, and I reflect. You know, to you know, I live in a country where there's a hundred and what seventy thousand people. Pakistan has about two hundred and thirty million people, and to be given the Nishani Pakistan Award, you know, this guy from Saint Lucia. Yeah, you know, it is a massive. It is a massive honor, massive achievement, Yeah, you know, and it is something I I, I, I appreciate. And like I said, I did not do these things for recognition. Yeah. You know, it was like my passion, which is cricket, took me there, like I said earlier. And yeah. to be recognized in that way, you know, it's, it's something that's very dear to my heart, you know. And um, Pakistan has, you know, He's, he has a special, special place in, in my heart. And whilst we're on Pakistan, you know, it's, I know it's Eid, you know.
0: Eid Mubarak. Happy
1: Eid, Eid Mubarak to all the no, Pakistanis.
0: I've, I've made a decision before you before you say what you're going to say. I was not going to launch this until a week or so down the line. but You have to launch it today. It's going today, brother. It's going today because it's Eid and I think... Every it's been such a man. You've been so you brought. But you know, I remember you. That I remember you bro, when you first when when I played against you all those years ago. And you've mm. you've always stayed humble. You still give me the time of day. Yeah. I'm only a small. I'm only a small. Yeah. Just a little guy in Glasgow. <laughs> but. Yeah. The passion, even speaking to you today, it takes me back to when I first met yeah. you. You haven't changed a bit. Yeah. A beautiful-
1: no, my mom would not allow me, man. Mom raised my parents raised me well. Plus, I understand, man. We all human beings, man. Doesn't matter how much you achieve in life, the way you 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 treat people, it goes a long way. Yeah. You understand? You know? You, at the end, when we, when we, when we all stop grieving. This guy doesn't get special treatment in the grave. Yeah. We all go down, yeah. you know, six feet under. So it's, it's just, there's no point in, in trying to not being humble. There's no yeah. point in not being humble, not remaining true to your friends. You know, uh, we both inhale the same air and breathe out the same air, you know. So it's just, it comes natural to me. And especially the reason why you have to release this, you know, Today, is, like you said, it's dead. Plus, you know, Pakistan is, 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 is mourning right now, you yeah. know, because, you know, after all, to deal with this corona virus and then with the plane crash uh, two days ago, you know, that's, that's tough. You know, and, you know, condolences to all the, the, the members of the... the
0: actually, say, actually, Sammy, the
1: family members.
0: Uh, Yeah, one thing I want to mention to you, the pilot is um, his brother is a dear friend of mine. He lives in Glasgow. We oh. play club cricket together. His oh. name is Amir Gul. So, mm. uh, Amir Gul, when you watch this, brother, um, I want, you know, your, my condolences to you and your family. Um, it, yeah. it, it, was, it was such tragic news. Obviously, a lot of people died. 107 people, I believe. But to then hear that you know somebody so close to home, it, it really, it, it's, yeah. it's,
1: really it, it's, sad. it's
0: It's sad. Very sad indeed. Yeah, de-
1: Death is something that always brings the, the, the sadness. So, you know, unlike you, I would like to echo my sincere condolences to to the people, the families of, of those involved in that tragic uh, um, accident. Um, and also to all of Pakistan. But, you know, only God alone knows. You know, yeah. He controls all things. And, you know, in, in their celebration of Eid, you know, just remember you know, that we all are so fortunate to have the breath of life yeah. and give thanks to the Most
0: High, man. Darren, Sammy, you have been a champion, brother. You know, I've got, I'm so yeah. proud to talk to you today. You've lifted me, you know, I, I, feel, I feel you've lifted me. And, and as I was listening, I was thinking this has got to go out today because, you you know, I've got so many people that I know are waiting to hear this. And I know how much you're going to lift their spirits. I think the people of Pakistan, you're going to lift their spirits as well. Um, And honestly, uh, I'm going to to stop recording now, and I'll speak to you on the other side of this. But thank you very, very much for your time. Um, And I hope everybody is... Thanks for having me, brother. You've been box office. Thank you. Thank you, Sami. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. God bless, man.